Welcome to you, beautiful moms. Yes. It is almost December, Denise. Can you believe it? Yes. The year end is upon us. Oh, and can't wait. God has been good and God has been so faithful to yes. us, right? Yes, definitely. Last week we had a conversation on family healing, right? Healing in the family. And only God can heal and deliver your family from all past traumas and wounds. Your family can be everything God has designed it Amen. to be. Amen. But today we are going to, in fact, this month we're talking about motherhood. And yes. today's talk is basically about motherhood myths. Yes, yes. those things that are like, you know, is that a myth? Is that not a myth? You know, kind of thing you've been told, but have you experienced it? Not really. So is it true kind of thing? So our content is based on www.newmomcollective.com. This blog is uh, basically what we are talking about today and she basically says before giving birth we imagine life with a new baby wonder amazement the sweet smell of baby skin feeling more in love than ever with our partner um you know people tell you it's going to be so amazing are you going to glow it's going to be awesome you know the the reality of life with a new baby often doesn't match this ideal how many times okay i've only experienced it twice in my life but because i only got two kids (laughs) But all the glam looks really glamorous and wonderful, especially with those moms who really just, you know, really, okay. really do it well, you know, cover up really well. I'm right. going to say cover up because I'm just going to assume we all have our bad moments. The difference between your expectations and the reality can cause you to question yourself as a mother. Very so true. looking at someone going, they have it all together. They look amazing. Look at me. Um yeah. You know, instead of going, hang on, there's certain things in the background. It's kind of like looking at Instagram and Facebook and going, mm-hmm. oh, look at their life. It's so nice. But they're taking pictures of all the great moments. There's That's possibly a, a hundred more terrible moments, you know. And, and she also goes on to say, maybe I wasn't cut out, you know, thinking about maybe I wasn't cut out to be a mother. Uh, am I a bad mother? Mm-hmm. You've probably questioned yourself on this. If you have ever had these thoughts, please read these myths of motherhood so we're going to go through them one by one yes number one a good mother gives birth naturally without medical interventions birth plans are a great way to communicate communicate your wishes to your laborer or your deliverer for the delivery experience right however your birth plan will have to be modified during the actual event (laughs) this can be difficult if you had hopes for delivery naturally maybe Unplanned interventions such as C-section or use of vacuums or forceps can be discouraging. Pain and disappointment with the delivery make the adjustment to motherhood even more difficult. Please remember though that you cannot always control what happens during birth. These events have absolutely no bearing whether you'll be a good mother or not. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I know. I really wanted to have natural birth and the doctor was like, no, dude, you're not going to have natural birth. And I was like, no, but can't I just wait for a little bit longer just to see? And he was like, no. And I'm like, do I argue right now or what do I do? Because, and you just don't argue, yeah. you Bingle, know, unless you're Bingle really convicted. Beast. I don't know. Um, yeah. Next one. A good mother feels an instant bond with her baby at birth. <laughs> Right, so many women report feeling love for their baby immediately after birth. Other women are surprised to feel nothing at all. 
right? So it depends on hormones. These things happen just because you don't feel a bond. And I, I'm, I'm tying to this word feel because the Bible mm-hmm. talks about feel, right? Very good. Just because you don't feel it doesn't mean it is not there. It's like in a marriage and tonight we were in training and we spoke a little bit about marriage. It's like, you know, you get married and there's all these wonderful feelings, Mm. feelings. And then the feelings go away and all of a sudden you shouldn't be married anymore because the feelings are gone. No, right? If you're feeling disconnected from your baby, you are not alone. Women have told us it took several days, weeks or even months to begin to feel that bond, Mm. right? We all know there's postmortem depression and all of that hormones and all of that 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 takes hold of you as you spend time with your baby and you get to know each other the feelings will come so sometimes even you as a mother may may not have expected this may not have expected the experience Uh, you know you thought it would be easier but it really wasn't easier now that affects your feelings Mm. but don't let those feelings be affected just keep pushing through. If you are not connecting with your baby the way you thought you would, talk to a healthcare professional, right? So if you really are struggling and you really are worried, then speak to someone. The feeling of disconnection can be a symptom of postpartum depression. Number three, all other mothers are coping much better than me. Mm. I thought that at some point. In our society, we are not always good at letting people know the truth about our feelings. It is easy to put on a smile and say everything is fine when in reality you are barely coping. You may assume your friends are handling motherhood like pros. Why can't I do that when it's so easy for everyone else? In truth, you are measuring yourself against an image that is not based in reality. You do not see what goes on on your friends' closed doors. Try having an honest conversation with another new mother that you trust. It can, be a reassur- it can be reassuring to hear that you are not alone. Yeah. Next one is a good mother always puts the needs of the, her children and partner ahead of her own. Mm. Well, yes, this is probably a motherly instinct that happens. Um, and it's not to say that you as a mother should should not be taking care of yourself. Um, I don't think your husband or your child will be very appreciative of you if you go around not bathing yourself for the next two, three or six weeks because you just feel like you can't, right? Um, It's really not like that. Mothers often feel guilty taking time for themselves. It is is easy to believe that being a a good mother means devoting yourself to the needs of your partner and your children. And it really is important to do this because you're the mom, right? But it also doesn't mean that your children and your husband expect you to always do everything all the time. Okay, well, maybe they act like they do, but chances are they're probably not doing it intentionally. And where you do struggle, make sure that you take a little bit of time for yourself if you need to. Ask a friend to babysit. Ask your husband if he wouldn't mind if he wouldn't mind babysitting. You know, it is a busy time mm. and it's really, really hard to take care of a child that you've never taken care of, especially as a first-time mom, by yourself. So, so just make sure. Um, there's a nice little example here. I mean, if you're mm. in a plane and, you know, the plane's... You know, let's not say going down. Let's just say it's got a bit of a problem. The oxygen mask comes down, right? And what do they say? They say, put it mm. on yourself first before you put it on your child. You mm. need the oxygen before you can help someone. It's no use giving the child the oxygen. There you are dying and like the thing falls off the child. Um, it's the same thing here. 
make sure that you give time also for yourself but don't neglect your family it's not saying neglect it's saying it's okay to take a bath it's okay to ask for help Mm. it's okay to eat something that kind of thing you know recently what i've started doing and i thought to myself why didn't you do this long time ago you know when you a mom it's very difficult to drink a cup of tea when it's still hot yeah you warm it maybe at least 20 times before you actually drink the cup. And at some point, it tastes terrible. You're like, wow, well, I don't want this. Yeah. So this week, in fact, for the past two weeks, I've been asking my husband to look after the kids. I'll be in the room just drinking my cup of tea. tea. It's been so lovely. And I thought to myself, why did you do this long time ago? It's not like he was like, no, you can't. He said, no, it's no, no it's problem. Good. And I sat there and I drank, you know, the warm cup of tea with no interruptions trying you know to hold a child or someone trying to jump at me or anything so it was good yeah you can ask for help mm-hmm. a good mother has a clean house and cooks supper every night <laughs> looking after a newborn is time consuming a newborn feeds at least 10 to 12 times a day and will probably require as many diaper changes the feeding and diapering alone can take up to 12 hours a day. Wow. I didn't know this. It was mind-blowing because it did feel like it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't even had a shower or eaten, done laundry or bath to your baby. No wonder you have no time to cook and clean. Yeah. One person cannot deal with all of it. In some cultures, a mother or female relative stay with with a new with a new family to manage the house task this frees up a new mom to rest and care for her baby unfortunately not all families get the support um keep the meals simple the yeah. sandwiches and fruits make a great supper as well order in once in a while if it's in your budget if that allows ignore the household work as much as possible your home will be clean eventually right now you are just too busy focus only on the essentials dishes do not need to be done after every meal and if i can say like in our church family it's something we we do so well i mean you you guys did this for me our team so denise cooked for me one night Mm -hmm. and someone else would cook for me like for two weeks i was able to adjust because people were actually helping me out so if you don't have a family that that does that there's actually a church family that helped me greatly and i'm now able to do that for other women we do it almost all the time as a team now a team of girls where we we understand that a mom a new mom needs the extra it's it's not a lot but it helps like a great deal to cook that mother one meal Yeah. yeah so do that for a friend right absolutely so the last one is a good mother instinctively knows how to care for her baby right no mom i'm pretty sure is like really good at knowing exactly what to do and how to do it you know you've often like you know got water in the child's eye and now you're like poking it with your nail your nice little nails that you have done and no one is perfect and i remember having my baby my first baby and i was taught how to clean the child i was taught how to wash my little baby it's okay to be taught right Mm. mothering is is a learned skill we don't immediately know how to soothe and care for our babies as soon as they are born um that's where our pastor helped that's where i remember being in the mother's room and i was overwhelmed and tando would take my baby and i would take her baby and you know you share the load if you aren't sure why your your baby's crying you're not alone the process of elimination often works best is baby hungry, need a diaper change, lonely, needs to be close. You'll learn the cries of your baby and what works for them. It's not an instinct. Can I just say, I still don't understand the whole baby cry (laughs) thing. So if you're a mother and you understand that, good for you. 
good for you. Uh, but I still don't. It's a mystery. <laughs> I'm like still like, okay, that's the same cry as the last time. What are we going to do this time? Right. Your dad has changed. You, you are fed. Yes. You are okay. What else do Elimination you Elimination process done. Now it's just <laughs> attitude. It's attitude and tantrum throw. That's right. what that is. Okay. We're going to end off. 1 John 4 verse 1 to 6 uh, says, My dear friends, don't believe everything you hear. Carefully weigh and examine what people tell you. Not everyone who talks about God comes from God. Now, I know we have made this, you know, lighthearted and my myth, um, you know, myth may not be your myth kind of thing. Because everyone's experiencing these things differently to every other mom, right? But the words tells us relating to God that we should be careful of what we listen to. So what are you listening to? The Bible talks about the false prophets. Firstly, make sure you are not acting as a false prophet, speaking from your own opinion, right? You shouldn't be speaking from opinion. But also don't just believe all you hear about things from people. So it's not always going to be true. Your child is not always going to do what that other child did. Every child is different. Every situation is different. Get to the word. Get to God. Pray and seek him. And then the answers will come from him and him alone. And often our pastor is saying, you know, and in fact, our pastor said it uh, tonight. Um, you, You don't just listen to a preacher and you know go okay that's the gospel no you go and find out for yourself you read your bible and then you go what he was speaking was correct same thing with life situations don't look at people and go that's the gospel uh you actually find out for yourself so yes that is it for today that is it it's a mom's life here on uh, active fm so where we live laugh and love on active fm yes we'll check you so you better check us out on Facebook. Yes. Um, Tando, we shall see you yes, next, next week. week. Next week, definitely. Bye. Bye. Thank you that I can approach you.
It's active, it's active, it's active. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Active FM Radio has never been better.